holy gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my father, and inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer, truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, you that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will also answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison, and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteousness into eternal life. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Hi, church family. I'm coming to you live from Hyde Park in my apartment, which I have not left since we all got the stay at home order last week and I am feeling pretty stir crazy. Not sure about you. Normally, as we're coming into the last week of the church year, we're looking forward to Thanksgiving and the season of Advent and there's a lot of preparation to do, a lot of gatherings to plan, a lot of food to make. My mother is an immigrant from Wales and my father's grandparents are also from Wales. So our family is newly American and loves traditions. That means our family loves Thanksgiving. My mother goes all out and does everything herself. Turkey, sage and onion stuffing, mashed potatoes, peas, gravy, rhubarb pie, the works. The kitchen windows are usually fogged up by steam and most years there's already snow on the ground and a fire in the fireplace. All of us kids are forbidden from going into the kitchen, even though we're all in our 20s and can definitely be trusted with a gas range. So the only thing I'm allowed to do every year is shake the cranberry sauce from the can, because it has to be in a can, and cut it into slices. And then I set the table with a royal blue cloth. There's something so holy about setting the table for a family gathering, because it feels so good when we're together at last. But my friends, this Thanksgiving is going to be different. I won't be leaving Chicago and my family isn't coming in from Brooklyn. 
I imagine all of you have asked yourselves the same difficult question. Do we gather or do we stay home? Either way, the question is scary and hard. Either way, the decision involves the safety of loved ones and the longing to hold them close. It's really hard. I mean, it's one thing to not go to the beach in the summer, but it's another to not go to grandma's for Thanksgiving. Like Ezekiel says, lately it feels like we're in the days of clouds and thick darkness. Like everything is just getting worse. Like the kingdom will never ever come. So while we gather together in the dark on this cold November night, I want us to take a look at the psalm which Bo and Anna so beautifully sung. In English, we call the book Psalms from the Greek psalmoi, which means songs played on strings. But the Hebrew name for the book is Tachalim, which means praises. Therefore, all of the psalms are praises, sad ones, the joyful ones, the petitions, and even the ones that call for us, the singers, to do something. And in this psalm, we are called to do something. In this psalm, we sing to a God who gave us their name. We sing to Adonai, who is God over all other gods, because in the ancient Near East, there were other gods. And here in America, there, there are other gods too, politics, capitalism, imperialism. But Adonai is above other gods. Adonai is king over all these gods. Let's listen to the psalm one more time. It goes, let us come to sing for joy to Adonai, to shout to the rock of our salvation. Let's come before him with thanksgiving, with songs to shout to him. Because Adonai is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the heights of the mountains. The sea is his because he made it, and the dry land was formed in his hands. Let us come worship and bow down and kneel before Adonai our maker, because he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. And that is where the lectionary stops, in the middle of a sentence. But the text continues. We are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hands, if only we were listening to his voice today. And then in the next verse, in verse 8, God says to us, the people, the worshipers, do not harden your hearts like in Meribah or like Masaste in the wilderness. Now, Meribah and Massah were places that the Israelites came to on the exodus from Egypt. They were thirsty and tired and angry at a God who would lead them to despair, who would lead them to something that must have felt similar to the way we do in month 10 of a pandemic that has taken the lives of our friends and family. The Israelites were on a journey to the promised land just like us, a land where everyone would be safe and healthy and have what they need to survive, but the end of their journey was nowhere in sight, nor indeed is ours as we enter the season of waiting. So in this Psalm of praise, God asks us, do not harden your hearts against me like they did in Meribah and Massah. Listen to me because I am for you. So we, dear people, are called to sing and come and kneel and listen. But why should we listen? Because between God's hands is the whole world. This Psalm says, between God's hands are the highest of heights and the depths of the earth. 
With God's hands, the dry land was sculpted from clay, and we too were made by the great potter. God is our maker. We are the sheep of God's hand. That matters. That means that everything that happens to us matters to God. God the king, God the shepherd. Every joy, every sorrow, every frustration, every cough that might be COVID, everything matters to our God. So this is why we listen. And in Hebrew, the word for listen, shama, also means obey. So this is why we listen and obey, because God loves us and God is holding us. And God has taught us what love means in this complicated and difficult world. Love means making decisions that protect each other. Love means joining in worship together virtually. Love means looking out the window and admiring creation from safe distance while we are asked to stay at home. This love means that we don't need to ache for God and wonder where God is, like they did in Meribah, like they did in Massah, because God is here and we are in God's hands. So, my people, let us go to sing for joy to Adonai, to the rock of our salvation, the one place we are always safe, the one place we can always, always count on. Let us come before God at our thanksgiving, when things are scary and hard, and let us come with songs of praise, because Adonai is a great God and a great king about the gods of fear and pain and capital. In God's hands are the depths of the earth and the heights of the mountains, and like a potter, God formed us and the land from the same clay. Let us come to worship and bow down to Adonai, our maker, because this is our God, and we are God's beloved people who will never be left alone, who will always be the sheep of God's hand. So let us sing praises and let us come into God's presence and let us fall down in worship and let us listen. Listen to the readings from the voices of our friends. Listen to the same prayers recited this day across the country. Listen to the ways God is comforting us during this time. Listen to the ways God is teaching us to love each other during this time. Listen to the ways God is saying, it will be okay one day. But in the meantime, I will never, ever let you go, no matter what. Amen. <laughs>